Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. I'm your host, Mari Reesberg. Over the past several years, I've combined my degrees in acting and somatic psychology to share my sustaining creativity techniques with performers. And now I've decided to share it with a bigger audience that includes you. I believe we are all creative and this podcast is all about that. I'll be interviewing people from all backgrounds, ages, and creativity experiences to share just how creative we all are. Today, I'll be chatting with John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur. Please enjoy John C. Morley. Welcome to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. Today, I am joined by John C. Morley, serial entrepreneur. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Mari. It's a pleasure, privilege to be here with you today. I am super excited to chat with you and to hear more about what being a serial entrepreneur really is. So maybe you could take a couple of minutes and let our listeners know a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Well, first of all, uh, being serial, no one's going to get arrested or in trouble for anything. That's the first thing I want to just get off the stage. Serial, uh, uh, I'll talk about that in a minute, but basically a business owner is what a lot of us become, whether you're out of school. And I knew when I was in uh, school that I wanted to start my own company. Didn't know really what I was doing and uh, being an engineer. So I decided to do that when I was only a sophomore or junior. And uh-huh. I started the first internship program at our, at our college where we both went, University of Hartford. Yeah. And uh, for the telecommunications department. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. So an, so a business owner is one thing. That's what a lot of us are when you start a business. If you open mm-hmm. a flower shop or you decide to do whatever you want to do, you have a business. You're a business owner. So then what happens? Do you make money as a business owner? No. You have to become an entrepreneur, which is somebody that actually has a passion for their business. Mm, and so mm. they work more, uh, let's say, on their business than in their business. So I what see. the heck is a serial entrepreneur? Well, a serial entrepreneur happened to me about 11 years ago when I had one of the largest marketing advertising companies. I won't mention their name. Unfortunately, they're still in business in New York, Manhattan. <laughs> And I realized that after 11 years that uh, they're really not doing a great job. But through my entire career, everybody said to me, John, you know, you're never going to be a marketer. You're never going to make money. You're never going to be on TV. You're never going to do this. You're never going to have anybody follow you. I'm like, okay, fine. You're never going to market. You don't market. You're an engineer. I'm like, okay. So I kept believing that. Uh, But then one of the things at the University of Hartford was I was on program council and I was actually one of the vice presidents who handled the money. So -hmm. I was the one that decided how much money people got and if they were going to get money for that keg party or for whatever community party that they claimed they were having, they would kind of kowtow to me for that. Everybody wanted to be my friend because I controlled whether they got the money or not. Hmm. And a lot of people would come up to me trying to befriend me. I'm like, you don't like me. You hate me. (laughs) But we want the money. I was like, it's going to take a lot more than just, you know, befriending me for five minutes. Oh, some creativity rolled into that for sure. Yes, yes, absolutely. Fast forwarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, 11 years back from today, around that time, yeah. I said, you know, I need to stop listening to people that tell me I can't do things. Mm. I'm doing exactly what I tell people not to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not following my own stuff. And I've gotten certified this. Why am I 
doing this. Mm-hmm. So I realized the first thing I have to realize is that I can do this. Henry Ford mm-hmm. said it many years ago. You believe you can't, you're right. You believe you can't, you're also right. So first thing I have to do is believe I can, but I don't know how the heck to do anything with marketing or advertising or creative. I'm not a creative person. Hmm. I've had this company all these years. They're ripping me off. So I said, well, what would a, a small creative mom and pop company be like? Hmm. Mm. I probably need a printer. I need to be a print shop first. So let's become a mom and pop print shop. So what happened is I, first two years, I failed miserably. Mm-hmm. Then I grew mm-hmm. the print production, graphic media, digital design center. Yeah. And just a few years ago, we decided that the company neighborhood pub didn't resemble all that we did. Mm. We came up with a name near pub because we printed a publication. Oh, gee, we must be a publication company. But that wasn't right. Mm-hmm. So not too long ago, we rebranded and we're now Orbital Media. In fact, we have a new website that's going to be launching very soon, orbitalmediahub.com. In fact, it's counting down in 20 days for our official launch. Uh, you can go there. You can see the clock literally counting down and stuff. So we do websites. We do graphics. We do video. And I've always loved video. I've always done voiceovers. But a serial entrepreneur is somebody that sees a problem, a challenge, I like to call it. Mm-hmm. And they figure out another business that they need to start to help solve that problem or challenge. Mm-hmm. So no one in my industry could help me market my IT company. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is crazy. (laughs) And I said, no one's ever going to be able to help me ever. So I need to become what everyone else can't be. And then different things led into talk show and being a radio host and then having my own show and this this year I launched IFYL inspirations for your life and I have guests around the world and mm-hmm. this week we have a gentleman that came on depending on when this airs a uh, good friend of mine he's a national psychologist mm-hmm. and this week is national NSWA national stalking awareness week got it so I try to get people to learn about them but I tell people the main reason that I live every day so why are you here I'm here for one reason I'm here to become a better version of myself mm-hmm. and help everyone else become better versions of themselves through nice. everything that I do. I love it. I, that's great. And to have so much energy and creativity show up every day in all the things that you do is pretty spectacular. This is what really made me happy. I can get a mailing into like 6,000 or all residents in town in Franklin Lakes in 24 hours. So it can be designed. Yeah. I can print it. Tomorrow I can go to the mailbox and the next day it'll be in everybody's post office and their, their mailboxes. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Nobody does that, <laughs> right? So I like the idea of being able to do something when I want it. Yeah. I want to produce a video. Well, let's go out and produce a video. I love to be creative and I love to help other people become creative because I think it fuels us. And um, so the name of the company is Orbital Media. And our slogan is uh, basically, you know, we'll, um, we're getting ready to blast off to get you in front of your next client. Hmm. In fact, even when you call us, um, it's good morning. Thank you for boarding Orbital Media. Ah. We'll be blasting off shortly to your (laughs) next client. So please be sure that your seatbelts are firmly fastened for the duration of the flight. If you know your planet's extension, please enter it now. Please note our solar system constellations have recently changed. Please listen. (laughs) To be beamed up to the planet for new projects and campaigns, just touch one. You've got all the taglines and all the creativity, but what does it mean to you to be creative? 
you know, if you asked me that question 100 years ago or 10 years ago, mm -hmm. I'd be like, I'm not creative. I can't even draw for squat, but I can paint now. So creativity to me is, because again, the engineer uses the other side of the brain, right? They don't use the other side. So yeah, creativity is something everyone out there, and you know this, all right, has. Mm -hmm. They just don't exercise that. John, you're, you're drunk. No, I haven't drank anything. <laughs> you haven't exercised that muscle yeah. in your brain. So when you exercise that muscle, it's funny, but it starts to work more like, huh, I got an idea for that, or I got a better idea for that, or I got a this for that. And I don't know how to explain it to you, but it's a connection to things. Mm -hmm. I was doing an event. I'm also president in my chamber, 501c3. And I said, gee, we're going to do things differently at our chamber. Most chambers, you come out and you throw business cards at people. Yep. Well, I don't allow that. Uh, we do something called organic networking. Like, oh. what the heck is that? So we charge $40, $50 if you're a non-member. Mm -hmm. And I charge $25 if you're a member. Oh, you're really ripping the people. I said, it doesn't go in my pocket. It goes in the chamber's pocket, which is a charity. I said, but the reason you pay for that is because you're getting to be in front of some great people and you're going to get experience you'll get nowhere else. Mm -hmm. well, what do you do so different? Well, we have amazing food, but that's not why you pay that money. The last event... Had everybody come in. We welcomed them. They went and ordered the food. Then they came back. They each got a packet and they got their creativity packet, their, their exercise. Mm -hmm. So their exercise for last month was you're going to make a plane. You're going to write down three or four questions. You're going to fold the plane. I gave instructions how to make it. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you're going to wait. We then did a uh, salute to the flag outside. Mm -hmm. Then we did a moment of silence for the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we actually did a, uh, a, a kind of a, um, a warm up, which just came to me like that. Mm -hmm. And it basically goes like this. This is going to be a great day. So you basically clap your hands. This is going to be a great day. So when I do this is going to be tap right, a great and then tap once left right day. And let me uh -huh. do it again. Let's do it faster, faster. <laughs> and so when you do things like this, I've designed programs for AT&T, ADP. And I did that years ago. Yeah. And that was when I got out of college. I'm like, why did I stop that creativity? Like, why did I stop that? Mm -hmm. Well, because I wasn't supposed to, I'm not supposed to do that. So I kind of, I wasn't, that was taboo. Mm. So then I got, well, maybe I should get back in it. So now I do things that people are like, so like tomorrow morning, the people mm -hmm. think this is crazy. People come to visit me at the Deli Mart in town. Mm -hmm. It's the third time I'm doing it. Just come and talk to me about the chamber and I'll yeah. buy you a cup of coffee. Yeah. So just little things. And they're like, well, why are you buying me a cup of coffee? Because I want to share with you about the chamber and how it might help broaden your life. What's the catch? The catch is you got to listen to me for a minute while you pour your coffee. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I don't want it. So I think what creativity means to me is taking your idea and then um, getting it to connect to things that are going to have emotion mm, that makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. So emotion is what propels us to get what we want in life, right? Mm -hmm. That feeling, right? Yeah. Feeling first, manifesting, manifesting second. And so what a lot of people do is they think so hard with their brain, but they don't get anywhere mm -hmm. because they don't involve the heart. If mm -hmm. the heart's not on board, the dopamine doesn't flow enough. Mm -hmm. And the creative juices don't start getting to connect in your brain. The synapses don't work. Yeah. And without getting too biological here, your connections are electrical in your body, but yes. between the connections, there's synapses. Uh -huh. So there's a chemical. 
So we need to have that chemical transfer that. Yeah. That's why when we teach people how to anchor, because you can't be in a positive state all the time. You have to know how to anchor yourself. Mm-hmm. And I always tell people, if somebody puts you in a negative mood, don't rain on their prey. Just say, hey, I know you're having a bad day. Um, sorry to hear that. Maybe we should get together another time. Sounds like you've got some things you got to work out. And this whole week's theme is what's in your box of chocolate. So I do IFYL and it's all week. Mm-hmm. I start on basically Saturday and I go to uh, Friday. So what's in your box of chocolates is a proverbial box of chocolates. You remember mm-hmm. Forrest Gump? Yeah. You take the chocolate out of the box, you eat the delicious piece of chocolate. So la- yesterday's piece of chocolate is understanding your purpose in life. Do you do things with a purpose Mm -hmm. or do you just do them because, well, your parents said to do it or your brother or your friend, boyfriend, girlfriend said to do it. That's what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. No, that's not your purpose. That's something somebody told you to do. And I guarantee in three to five years, you're going to quit. You're going to burn out and you're going to want to do something else. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep that creative spark alive for yourself? So for me... I get so charged by seeing an outcome. Yeah. Okay. Um, like, you know, just seeing our, our website and seeing the concept from logo to, mm-hmm. we spent two weeks on the logo, mm-hmm. like the color, the look, the this. And basically, if you look at it, like, you'll see it's an orbit, little mm-hmm. thing, and there's an O and there's an R and kind of like how we connected the dots. And so like, it's simple, it's classy. But like, when I see something like, yeah, why well, help? I was part of that creation team, or I mm. did that, or um, you have emotion in it, you have connection to it. Yes, yes. So, but that's a negative thing. Another way, so, so you design something, something they don't like, is a look. You have to realize if you design something, something they don't like it, don't take it personally. Right. Just think about the outcome that you could do something else. No problem. We could change it, mm-hmm. and that's what I've adapted to. Okay, you don't like it, no problem. Well, we'll just change it. What were you thinking of? What colors? What did you mm-hmm. want to? Think? But when it's my own, I do take it more emotionally. Yeah. And it's hard to detach. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing in manifesting is you have to detach from things. Right. Whether it's money, relationships, creativity. Yeah. You put it out there. Like what happens if you're writing a book or you're doing something, you can't get it. Well, go away for a while and then mm-hmm. come back. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that emotional component that you're really speaking of, that our emotions are really important to a creative life, to a vibrant life, to a prosperous life. And if we cut ourselves <laughs> off, that fun life, exactly. If we cut ourselves off from our emotions, our ability to get to the life that we want is much more limited. So thank you for and, and, sharing exactly. that. And that's why when I do an event, whether it's my chamber or I run other kinds of business events, my mm-hmm. events are a little more money. Because my events are not about coming and eating and meeting people. Mm-hmm. My events are about an experience. Yeah. When you go to Disney, or you go I to a restaurant, tell. you don't go there for the food alone. Mm-hmm. You don't go to Disney for a ride. You go there for an experience. Yeah. So what I try to do is create those amazing experiences and I charge people for them. Yeah. And it's, it sounds like there's so much creativity that goes into creating that experience from the tiniest you know, colors that you want to the bigger, how it's going to be presented and how people, you know, interact or engage and what they walk away with. I mean, 
to me, that feels like such a creative process and creative experience, not only for you, but then also for the people who are coming to attend these events and participate. They, they, they like it because they're like, what's John going to do this month? You're not going to have a stand <laughs> or a chair. Well, no, but I do different things. And I and then I did another thing with them. I said, OK, you're all going to get a nickel for me. A nickel. Yeah, because I think your thoughts are worth more than a penny. OK, and they said to me, OK. Okay, now I brought magnifying glass if you guys can't read, um, but I want you to look at the year on that nickel. I don't want you to ever tell me anything you do for your business, but I want you to tell me something significant that happened to you in the year that that mm. nickel was minted. Yeah, what a great prompt for, you know, to think about how our lives were impacted for that year or what? People want connections in our life more. That's Absolutely. the main thing. And so I, I want to end with an important thought. People say to me, you probably hear this too. Well, Lori, I can't do it. I don't know how. You probably yeah. heard that. I don't know how. How do I do that? How do I dream? How do I visualize? How do I... Okay. So if you're building a house and I had this opportunity because my parents had a, a construction company where we built three homes and then we closed it just for our own benefit. <laughs> when you build a house, you have to have a strong foundation, right? Yeah. In your life, you got to have a strong foundation. Mm-hmm. Well, if you suddenly want to become a chemist, my mom's a chemical engineer. Okay. Uh, she stopped when she had me. But let's say you want to become a chemical engineer. If you want to do that, but you never did anything with chemistry, how do I get you to start embracing chemistry? Hmm. Okay, so I might say to you, Mari, um, you're a mom. You like to cook, right? You love to cook different things, probably. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, what's your favorite recipe to cook? What do you like to make? Oh, what do I like to make? Uh, kebabs. Okay. So kebabs, maybe there's some sauce you have to put together. Okay. And there's a lot of ingredients that go into that sauce so that it tastes really yummy. Yeah. So we have something called a mise en place, which came from the French where you kind of organize everything out. And mm -hmm. I like it because if people come in the room and you're cooking, whether it's cooking or you're doing desserts, you can just throw things in. You don't have to measure because you're already measured. Now if somebody bothers you, you don't have to worry about measuring it wrong because they're already in. And when you run out of ramekins, you're done. Right. Well, the point is, all right, right. So you know, Mari, how to make that delicious recipe. Yes. Well, you know, you already know a lot about chemistry, Mari. I don't know if you knew this. Mm. Just like you mix uh, those delicious, yummy ingredients. Well, in chemistry, we don't eat or drink them, unfortunately. But you <laughs> still have to be careful about the quantities and how you mix them. Instead of mixing them in something that's a food container, we mix them in beakers and flasks and we use mm -hmm. different stirring rods. But you already have the beginning uh, steps. So why don't we start by taking some bromide and some stuff together? Let's mix it and let's have your first little um, recipe. Can't eat this though. Mm -hmm. And you'll start to get comfortable with um, working with the elements of our periodic table. How's that sound? So you see how I did that? I yeah. took something that you already know. Mm -hmm. That's the challenge with a lot of coaches. They try to get you to learn something from scratch. I never try to do that. I try to learn what you know already. And then yeah. I try to figure out how do I link something to what you know? Mm. Great. I mean, people don't want to start from zero. They want to start from where they're at. So I think that is such a great opportunity and creative in translating where someone is to where they want to go and how what they already know will are, will help them this move is forward. All, this is all where NLP gets in. That's a whole other yeah. thing, but yeah, big questions big answers for people in that moment for sure yeah it's it's pretty powerful when we can 
incorporate creativity or techniques or, you know, flexing different muscles like creativity in our life to help us move through challenges or experience life in a new way. I just so appreciate all of these tips and tools that you have shared with all of our listeners. It's important that people know these are our tools and techniques. And if you choose to apply them, they'll change your life. I can't make you apply them. Correct. Um, but if you choose, just like you can't lead a horse to water, make him drink, but I found a way you could make him drink. Uh-huh. You see, I put the salt in the water and then he wants to drink. And then he wants to drink. Then he wants to drink. There you but go. The last thing, Mari, I want to leave everybody is you have to be grateful and you have to be have gratitude. Mm-hmm. So every morning I start off my bed, I'm grateful for things. Yeah. And night when I go to bed, I'm grateful. When I say, John, I don't have anything to be grateful for. I had people that didn't have a penny. I said, well, you're alive, right? You have two kids, you have this, you have that. Mm -hmm. And if you still can't think of things to be grateful for whatever reason, let's go through the alphabet. Name two or three things like the letter A. Well, I don't know. How about the air? You're grateful for the air? Of course. Well, you're grateful for the air. Mm -hmm. The atmosphere. B, what else? Birds, Uh, uh, whatever. Buttons, Mm -hmm. blocks, whatever. So you go through and you get that in that mind frame and that set. And as you do that, people are like, oh. And they start to connect because when you become grateful for one little thing, yeah. more things in your life will start to show up that you can be grateful for. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. If people want You're to welcome. learn more about all of the things you do, where's the best place for them to find you? The best evolving place that possibly <laughs> changes is my tree. You can go to my hat with five people can't scan the QR code, but that QR code goes to Believe me, that's B-E-L-I-B-E-L-I-E-B-E, me, M-E, achieve, A-C-H-I-E-V-E dot com. Believe me, achieve. Because if you don't believe in yourself, you'll never achieve a thing. I love it. Thank you for that. I will add that to the show notes so people have easy access to all of the things that you offer. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me about creativity, share your stories, your experiences, and all of the goodies that you have today. It's been such a treat. It's been a treat to meet with a fellow for listening to the Sustaining Creativity Podcast. We'd love to keep in touch, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are at Sustaining Creativity. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Tag your friends and family so they can listen too. We love to hear from you, so leave your reviews, comments, and questions. Check out our website, sustainingcreativity.com, for upcoming offerings and creativity coaching. Tune in Tuesdays for our next episode. And remember, with creativity, anything's possible.